Hey, 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 welcome back. It's Monday. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. If you're watching this on the replay, let me go ahead and say now, thank you so much for taking the time to do that. And let me get the volume turned down on this. So I'm not hearing myself twice. All right. If it's your first time joining me, make sure you click the three little dots down there. Go ahead and give me a follow. It's warm, friendly territory around here. Also, I go by the name of Tornado. I come in Monday through Friday, 8.30 p.m.-ish. Central Standard Time to educate and inform from a faith-based perspective to help encourage healing of the mind, body, and spirit, right? We all need that. Hey, I see my sister-in-law made it off into the building. How you doing over there, Shay? Um, so let's cover a few little housekeeping things real quick, and we're going to get into this tonight. Tonight, we're talking about source amnesia. Did you forget? Do you remember? So that's what we're going to get into tonight, and we're kind of going to go through this um, I probably take this all through the week to um, actually be honest because it's not something that I can cover just in one night because there's just too much ground. There's too many different angles to go from this. And you guys know how I always like to do it. Put my tornado spin on it because everybody receives differently depending on the person, right? So let me just pop this here, share this out. All right, all right, gotta love technology, right? So welcome, welcome everybody. How y'all doing today? Y'all doing good? So I did put down in the corner, you can see the support our ministry. And let me just cover that real quick. I got a nice letter in the mail over the weekend because um, what we do is give money back into the community, right? So any of the money that comes in from t-shirt sales, from uh, my book sales, any of that, we take a great portion of it. You know, I'm gonna say, cause I was telling a friend of mine, I said, you know, if I sell one book, which the books sell for $20 on the site, well, nine times out of 10, 19 of that goes back out into outreach. Cause that's what it's about. And as Mel was talking about earlier, um, you know, sowing seeds, getting out. Cause there's many people, a lot of people, that need help right now. So we take any money that comes in, we put it back out into the community. This one here, this, this organization, it's the Houston Area Women's Center. They sent a wonderful letter. All of us at the Houston Area Women's Center appreciate um, your gift received. With your donation, you are providing a providing a safe haven for survivors of domestic and sexual abuse, right? So, and actually I would think I'm going to scan this in because it does have um, the amounts and everything that we give on there because some people, people like receipts sometimes to see where their money's going. So, you know, everything that comes in into the ministry, we send back out the door to help somebody out there because there are many, many people in need. For those of you that know my background story, you know um, that sexual abuse, women's abuse is close and near and dear to my heart, right? If you're not familiar with my story, go back and check out the replay. But I want to run a quick intro before I get it, get into this tonight. God source amnesia. Remember him. Hey, welcome brother Damien. Um, because sometimes I think we forget. Um, you, we hear a lot of people say, don't forget where you came from. Uh, you know, when you, uh, you get so high, you get elevated, you forget where you came from. But I think we truly forget from whence we came sometimes. So let me just run this little intro video real quick. Give a few more people time to get in. But you know me, whether it's one, two, ten, or a hundred, I'm going to roll on just the same, right? Because we know that the message is for the messenger first. Amen. So let's, hey, welcome Conversation 2K. So I want to run this here and then we're going to get into this lesson. We're going to break this thing down tonight, right? God is the life source of everything. And I really, really think we, we get a little source amnesia sometime. So let's run this real quick and then I'm going to pop back with you guys.
Wake up. Raise your face towards the light. God's splendor breaks over you. Look to the rock from which you were made. Consider the source from which you were formed. And in your seeking, you will find the one who longs to show you his magnificent riches, his triumphant grace. He has everything you need. So don't lose a minute. No day will pass without reward. Let your hard work fall on his good soil. Dig your roots deep and he will shower you with his blessing. He will make your desert a garden and be your oasis in your wilderness. Look at the sparrow, carefree in the care of its maker. Look at the flowers of the field who don't question their sustaining source. And yet, you are far more to him than these things. His faithfulness is new every morning. And when you rise and look and see, you will sing songs of joy and peace. You are a place where his treasure lies. So open your eyes in wide wonder. Wow, I love that video. I've watched it, I don't know how many times since I downloaded it. And that actually comes from, because um, you know, I always like to give credit where it's due. It's from the series um, that Elevation Church put together. Wonderful, wonderful. They have a lot of study materials. If you're looking for a great place for additional study materials, check out the resources that Elevation Church offers. Wonderful, wonderful stuff over there. Hey, welcome, Jesse. Glad to have you in. Uh, actually, looks like that was a bot. That was Joan that was coming in. I saw you coming in and Joan right so as the video says look to the rock right hey there's my girl Sarah coming in good soil dig your roots deep right because a lot of the times we're looking around and, and we're feeling disconnected from everything. So let's cover two things that I like to do, right? Better late than never. Always a blessing to have everybody that's coming in. Amen. So let's look at the first part of this before we really break this down. You guys know, I think it's important to cover words, be specific, frame everything that we talk about, right? So amnesia, a partial or total loss of memory. The word source means a place, person, or thing from which something comes or can be attained. In this case, we're using that part from a, a, a thing from which something comes. So our source, we know, is God, the life source of everything. Now, I want to base tonight out of two parts. We're going to be looking at Luke 15 and 11, and we're also going to be looking at Genesis 1 for those of you that like to follow along with that portion and keep up with me in the um Word. I know sometimes I have a bunch of scripture and I'm popping around, but tonight we're locking it into Luke 15 and 11, and we'll be covering 11 through 32 and also Genesis 1. All right, if you want to get those in place. So, amnesia, partial or total loss of memory, the source, a, a person, place, or thing from which something comes or can be obtained. So let's let's start it out here, looking at Luke 15, and that's the we're looking at this parable, right? Then he said, a certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided them to his livelihood. So he goes ahead and he was like, okay, and he, you know he gives them. 
gives them the money. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. He was out living it up, having a good old time. He had his money. Hey, welcome, male grace and peace, my sister. He's just out having a good old time. He's like, I got my money. I I'm out of here. You know, he went on about his way, right? Verse 14. But when he had spent all there arose a severe famine in the land and he began to be in want now how many times let's pull this forward to present day boy we get a nice big old check in everything's going good or we get one of those rainfall you know blessings that come down and we're like oh lord thank you thank you and, and we get out and we get to spend it then the next thing we look and forgot to do a little balancing on the checkbook and we go to swipe the card and it said decline and you say hold on swipe that again i think it's your machine swipe that one more time but it still doesn't work right so that famine comes across right that same famine that they talk about in the scripture but when he had spent all there arose a severe famine in that land and he began to be in want so once all the money's gone you know sometimes we're in want not just for more money but we're looking around what happened to all my friends where did everybody go? We're in want for a company because, you know, all the company's gone. The money's gone. The party's over. They've moved on to the next good thing. Amen. Somebody out there know what I'm talking about, right? So then uh, it goes on into verse 15. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. Now, my, 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 you know, that had to be a real low point, you know, for this young son, being Jewish and out there having to feed swine, right? So relating that to us, we're having to, we're looking around and we're like, man, my money's gone. I ain't got no job. All my friends gone. I don't have anybody to call now to borrow any money from. Sometimes, and it requires us humbling ourselves and say, well, you know what? I may have to go flip burgers for a few months. I may have to go out and as uh, MLK said, hey, if you got to be a sweet street sweeper, be the best darn sweet, sweet street sweeper that there is out there. You may have to go do some janitorial work, humbling yourself down, right? Sometimes that is required. Right, even though a lot of the times we, we fight again, I mm -mm, I got a master's degree. I'm not cleaning no toilet. I got a doctorate, a master. I got every degree that they can issue out. You think I'm going to clean a toilet? Amen. Well, if it break it down to you and that's what you need to do, that's where humbleness comes in and you need to do what you need to do in order to get the things rolling, right? So let's look at 16. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate and no one gave him anything. So the people that he went in to work for that sent him out and said, you can go out there and feed the pigs, right? They wouldn't even give him the little pig pod food. So imagine being hungry. You've blown all your money, but, and you pass by, just say you pass an old farm. And you're driving around, Lord, what I'm going to do? You know, you went to the, uh, to, to, the, to, the, to the food pantry and they turned you away. You went to the church in the neighborhood. You went to 10 of them and they said, mm-mm, that's not what we do. We don't help people like that. You went to all the places, but you happen to pass a farm looking nasty and hungry. And the farmer comes out and looks at you and won't even give you the slop that he feeds the pigs. So this is what this man was going through, right? This is what this young man was going through. Let's look at 
17. But when he came to himself at that point, so that, like I say a lot of the time, self and myself say, hmm, Torah. And so he was thinking to himself, himself said, uh, young man. And himself said, huh? So he said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. So he's thinking, man, my dad. That he got servants at the house. They at least got bread. And I'm sitting out here hungry. I will arise and go to my father and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. So he's getting it together. He's getting his story together. The way we do sometimes when, you know, we've cussed everybody out. Once we made our big landfall, we got our money. We got the fancy job. We got the cars. We got the houses. You know, everything's going good. And you've cussed everybody out to, I don't need you. I got everything I need right here in my bank account, right? And But then once all that's gone and we start saying, ooh, to the we, what story? Ooh, what can I say? We start forming formulating a story. We try and figure out what words are we going to use once we have to humble ourselves. So that's what this young man was doing. He said, I will arise and go to my father and I will say to him, father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. Mm-hmm, Sarah, somebody know what I'm talking about. Somebody going to help me run this thing tonight, right? So 19, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father, but he was still a great way off. His father saw him and he had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. The same, uh, moving it to press, present times, fast forward. We've come up with this story of everything that we're going to say to apologize to, you know, the person or the situation, whatever it is, we got our story. But as soon as we roll up, all of that is pushed aside. We welcome in. Uh, you go to tell your story. Well, you know, I lost all my money. Uh, mm -mm. And they just open you with welcome and say, you know what? Let, well, I'm going to let bygones be bygones. You know what? I still got an oak tree in my eye. I'm not worried about that splinter that was in your eye. Come on in. What you need help with? Let's see. You know, and they push that aside. So that's what his father, he looked down the road. It didn't say that he sat there on the porch or, you know, however the yard the area was fixed and looked and saw him come uh-huh here he come now well look who coming you know the way some of us christian we see people as christian we can see them coming we recognize the car or we recognize the, their walk coming up the sidewalk mm-hmm Look who coming back now. Mm -hmm. And you just start getting set and ready, feeling in your mind how bad you're going to make this person feel, how bad you're going to make them beg. Now, mind you, they already feeling a little bit down, a little bit bad about themselves. But we know as Christians, that's not right. Our source, God, our life source, that's not, the, he says, that's not the way any of this works. So the father saw him coming from way off. He didn't sit there and wait he said that's my boy and he went to meet him fell on his neck and kissed him let's move on to 21 so we can really get in and break this down and the son said to him father i have sinned against heaven and in your sight and i am no longer worthy to be called your son but the father said to his servants bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hands and sandals on his feet praise god he didn't say go get him some of them old nasty rags 
rags. Look at him. He all nasty and, you know, stinking and rough looking. You just get him some rags to put on until I can wash him up, you know? I've seen situations like that where people, mm-mm, mm-mm, hurry, go, go wash him up first. Don't, mm-mm, mm-mm. You, you know, somebody out there know what I'm talking about. We got a clown. That person already knows that they need cleaned up, especially, you know, like when we go out, um, you know, with the homeless. I don't need to tell them that they need cleaned up. I'm out there to give them the supplies that they need in order to get themselves cleaned up. They don't need me to tell them. They don't need me holding my nose and handing them, mm, here you go. No, that's not how any of this works, and that's not what the father did to his son, right? He said, bring him out the best robe and put it on him, right? And then goes on. And bring the fatted calf here and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. Daddy was like, you know what? We're finna celebrate. Any of that that went on before you left here, I'm not worried about any of that. For this, my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. So I'm gonna put a little pin right there at 24. Right? So... What that's saying is this son, he connected from the source. As he was out there saying, man, I can't even get pig food. He remembered his source. Hey, welcome, Mama Moses. Glad to see you. He remembered his source and said, self, we going home. And this is what I'm going to tell my father when I get home, right? So he got himself together and went home. Sometimes uh, us as Christians, we forget that we forget the source and now let's relate this to present times how often are we sitting within the house of the Lord how often are we sitting in the house God's house but we are disconnected from the source amen somebody know what I'm talking about we get so accustomed we get in that routine we go in we sit down they sing the hymn then um they go through the sick and the shut-in list then the offerings come and we just watching it we just timing this thing right we in a routine okay now um Deacon Walter going to come up and say what he got to say. Okay, and then the pastor going to come on. So the pastor going to talk for about 25 minutes, and I can still make the game before the Giants start playing, before kickoff. Mm-hmm. I can see the Warriors sink that shot. Yep, I can be home just on time. Everything else is going through our mind. We are disconnected from the source, even though, now we know, important to put in, we know that the church is only the building. It is only a building, right? But as we're in that building to worship praise and celebrate our God who is our life source we're still disconnected we're looking around how long they gonna wear them same choir robes they sang that song three Sundays ago well when did they switch to this cheap communion wine I do you know everything is going through our mind Ooh, what is she doing sitting by her? Last thing she told me, she didn't even like her. And look at her sit. You know, everything. All kinds of stuff. Ooh, I'm going to feed the kids. Well, you know what? I wonder what's, you know, oh, man, my show. Did I DVR my show? We're doing everything. You know, I've even seen people with Netflix pulled up. Come on now. That's not how any of this works. It's just not. We just disconnected from the source. Or sometimes... Uh, uh, our kids you know we're sitting there with them but we're dis 
connected, right? We're their source. We're their life source to nurture them, right? You know what I'm talking about, Mama Moses. We're meant to nurture them, but we're so disconnected, right? The kids end up disconnected from the source. And then when we get that knock, doom, 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 and you open the door, uh, ma'am, this is um, Officer Wilson. You know, we just caught your kids, Ben. I don't know how any of that happened. You don't know how that happened because you're disconnected as the source. That's exactly how that happened. Amen. So let's move on so we can really break this down. Let's look at 25. Now, the older son was in the field. The children play video games in church, right? Amen. That's why it needs to be um, some sort of kids ministry, something to stimulate their minds. They don't need to be sitting in there because I know I didn't have a clue what the pastors was talking about at that age. But when I went back into the Bible, uh, the kids Bible or the kids study area, then I was able to understand a little bit better, right? You ain't lying. I've seen more people on Facebook and church than paying. Right. You know, and they filming and snapping pictures, taking selfies. Now, I posted a couple of selfies, but that's why the sanctuary is still dark. The timer is still counting down. We still have five minutes left before service starts. Or if I'm streaming the service, it is on a tripod and the phone is over there. I'm not sitting there interacting and kicking, doing the live stream and the service because that's not why I'm there. That's not how any of that works. It's just not. It ain't that nobody can do or say to convince me otherwise amen so let's look at this now his older son we're at verse 25 was in the field and as he came and drew near to the house he heard music and dancing so he walking up and he like oh he like what's going on up it what is going on daddy having a party what did i miss right so he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant so he's like hey what daddy doing in there? It's a domino night. Did I miss something? What's going on? Ain't we to any? Nobody told me we was having company or no party, right? And, and so then it says in 27, and he said to him, your brother has come. And because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. Ooh, to the wee, wee, wee. We can't forget to arm and train the future, our children. Amen, Sarah, exactly. But he was angry and would not go in. He, I, I am not going up in there. I cannot believe. Daddy done did. Mm-mm-mm. Present day time. You know, you doing good. You out sowing your seeds. You out being a good Christian. Somebody else in the family takes on hard times. Your mom or parents, somebody comes through, helps them out with a little financial seed or, you know, however they decide to help them out. We find out about, now, why are you going to go and help them? I can't believe. But when I needed help a few months ago, you told me that you didn't have. Come on now. Somebody out there know what I'm talking about. Amen. So this is what that son is looking at. He's like, I cannot believe this. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. The same way those family members of that parent would come and say, Natora, you know it ain't right to act like that. You got a good job. You doing good. You know, you, you really didn't need my help. And at the time when you asked, I honestly didn't have it to help. But you know if I had it, it would have been yours, right? So come on in here. Quit acting like that. Enjoy the party. Quit sitting out here acting crazy like this, right? So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time. And yet, you never gave me a young goat 
that I might make merry with my friends. You know, and as many times as I've read this, you know, um, a few of my friends were, um, they used to be really close with some years back. They were uh, born and raised in Israel, right? The word lo uh, in Hebrew, uh, lo means no. The word ken, K-E-N, means yes. So as I'm reading through this now, man, I'm telling you, information sometimes it just stores in your brain and you're just like, light bulb, come on. And he's like, lo, no. These many years I have been serving you. I never transgress your commandment at any time. Yeah, you never gave me anything. You never let me throw no party like this for my friends and have them to come over, right? But as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with harlots, you killed the fatted calf for him. And he said to him, son, you are always with me and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad for your brother was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. I love this section. And I, I know some of you that have been with me before. Um, you know, I've done a, a couple of different teachings coming out of Luke 15. But it, it's just so many lessons, so much valuable wisdom that you can pull out of this, no matter how many times I could come back tomorrow with the same story and pull even more wisdom out of this, you know, and that's the, the wonderful thing about our 66 books. That's the wonderful thing about God's word. It's ever learning. It's the source that we go to, right? Amen. Somebody out there know what I'm talking about, right? So the same way that son, you know, the father looked at him and say it. Let me go back to here. Oh, where did I pull it from? But as soon, uh, here we see, said to him, okay, verse 31. And he said to him, son, you are always with me and all that I have is yours. He forgot because he was right there, even though he was with the source. He forgot. So the dad's telling him his dad cared more for the son's soul than the inheritance. Amen. Exactly. Exactly, Mama Moses. You know, and, and the son that was right there with him the whole time was still disconnected. So dad had to remind him, hey, hey. All that I have is yours. We forget that. You know, when we get comfortable, you know, in our situations with our parents, we start taking things for granted, right? And we forget how much we truly do have sometimes. So dad had to tell him, hey, everything I got, you got. You didn't have to worry about anything. Your brother, he had to go out and learn that lesson. Now he's back with us. He was dead. He's now back alive. He understands, so rejoice in that. What was that comment there? The Father God is waiting there to receive us back once we repent. Amen. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, we have to remember because sometimes I think we do get that amnesia, right? That partial amnesia. We forget our source, especially when you hear people say, um, I did this. My, 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 me, me, me. No, 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 no. As my grandma would say, no, baby child, you forgetting the source. 
the true unlimited source, the unlimited resources that God is able to provide, right? Because uh, that unlimited, the only one, only one unlimited source. Because when the friends leave, who's still there with unlimited grace and mercy? God is still there. When the spouses leave, when relationships go bad, who is still there? When the storms of troubles start raging, who is still there? there with unlimited uh, unlimited love to say come on back to the source you may have forgotten but you know what I, I I've already taken care of this I already took care of this on that old rugged cross so now just come on back right the, the weather even changes we can't count on that it's changing but the one thing that's that's never ever changing is that unlimited source of our God right jobs come and go money runs out you know whether we run through it or it runs through us because I see a lot of situations where money runs through people and they just left ragged and haggard, right? But the one thing, when that money runs out, God is still there to say, come on back. It's okay. We'll work through this, right? That unlimited source. Our, our heavenly father is the unlimited source. There, And it's saying, just like that father says, all that I have is yours. Our unlimited source is telling us that over and over and over again. If I got it, you got it. The same way we look at our kids and say, don't ever go hungry. Don't be ashamed to come and talk to me. Or we tell a friend or a coworker, whoever it may be, don't worry about it. If I got it, you got it. And, and, and I love the way Sister Mel said um, when she was on earlier. And a lot of the times, that's not publicized. There are a lot of people. He is the source, the source. There are a lot of people that I help out there, you know, in, in many different ways. I don't need to televise that. I don't need to Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything, everybody that I help. I don't need to write a two, uh, a two three paragraph write up up about the downfalls that this person was going through and how I've lifted them because a lot of the times the things that God does for us is unspoken it's quiet right and we're like now how am I gonna get somebody to understand but that's the thing about it he says he wants it to be done with such power and such might so there ain't no doubt in anybody's mind as to who did it who made that happen in your life who was the source that you plugged into in order to get those things, in order for those revelations to come forth in your life, for those blessings to open up and surround you. Amen. Somebody out there know what I'm talking about, right? So let's look at this. Also, the father, it, it, we're looking at Luke 15, 11 through 32. The father, he didn't speak rudely to his son. It's that he saw him from afar off, you know? He didn't start yelling, you stop in that driveway right there. Don't you come no further up this property. Get off my property, you know? He did not do that. He spoke to him with love and compassion and open arms, right? So sometimes we have to think, we have to say, man, how am I about to relate myself to this person? How is the Heavenly Father's tone when he speaks to me, how is my father's tone 
even when I've been out sinning all night, when I've done everything but what the good book says, how does my father speak to me? He speaks with a loving tone. He comes with open arms. He looks down the road and says, that's my girl. Sarah, come on home. Valerie, come on home. Mel, come on home. That's what he does. He doesn't look out and, and say, mm-mm, I don't want you, you low-down rotten scoundrel. No, that's not how he talks to us. He did not have a bitter heart after his son left him. Amen? And, and for whoever it is that's out there that may be toying with that, call your baby and say, come on home. I'm sorry. Let's talk this thing out. If they don't answer the phone, leave a message. Send a text message. Send them all day. Send an email. Whatever you have to do. But let them know when they pull up in front of the house. When they show up Everything is gone because you got that tree trunk sticking out your own eye. You ain't going to worry about, you ain't going to convictualize, as I like to say, them for the splinters that are, that are in their eye. Call your baby and tell them to come on home. It's okay. Don't have them out there on the streets like that. Remember that prodigal son. Amen. Let's move on here. So then if we look at verse 31, you know, uh, looking at 31, what, is it, uh, uh, what does this teach us? about what God has already given us. You know, when we reconnect ourselves back again, that's the question that I pose. Connecting back to everything that God has given us. Because sometimes we get that source amnesia. And as the father says, son, you are always with me. What does the scripture say? I, your God, am always with with you and all that I have is yours right so that unlimited source God has it we want it he's got it all we got to do is ask for it all we have to do is open our minds open uh, uh, our hearts and say you know what right come on home to God say father I'm ready to come home so I say that love that you're seeking, that love that you want, all you got to remember is that our God is always with us. That love that you want, God's got it. That peace that you want, God's got it. That insurmountable joy when you look around and say, my God, how is she so happy? How is my sister Sandra laying in the hospital, connected to tubes, waiting on a heart, but each morning she gets up with nothing but pure blessings. My gosh, how does she have insurmountable joy? I want some of what she's got. God is saying, come on, I got it. We have to remember the Lord loves us even when we mess it all up. His love is unlimited. Amen. Welcome brother Daryl, welcome so glad to see you we have to remember that and when we looking around and sometimes we feel like we've forgotten hey he forgot about us and as i've said before if he's doing it for one he will most certainly do it for another he will do it for you but we have to make sure we are connected to the source constantly connected because as it says god is the life source of everything we cannot forget that right make yourself a note whatever it is you know how when people older people my grandmother she slowly um you know her mind started to slowly go 
We'd have to put notes. Sometimes, even with my mind still fairly good, I have to make myself reminders. So whatever reminder you may need to make for yourself to say, ooh, I'm not plugged into the source right now. This decision that I'm getting ready to make, ooh, this isn't a decision of someone that's plugged into the source. The way I'm getting ready to treat my brother, my sister, the way I'm saying that I'm a Christian, the way that I'm acting, ooh, to the we. This is not the way I would be if I was truly plugged into the source. You know what? So let me hit this reset button on this outlet, pull this cord out and re-plug myself back in, right? That, that freedom from trying to please man. You look around, you see people, they seem so carefree. They're like, well, you say, how you doing? And I like to tell people, well, I could complain, but what for? Don't nobody want to hear. Ain't nobody got time to hear all of that. So guess what? I'm doing great, right? So that same freedom from trying to please man. God is saying, I got it. Come on and get it. That forgiveness, God's got it. And as the scripture says, all that I have is yours, right? You want that fulfilled life. God's saying, I got it. That eternal peace. That salvation, now that's what we're going for, right? That long road ahead, that big picture, that's what we're going for. And we know it says, you know, and people say, well, I, I'm trying to reach heaven. And you've heard people say, you got to come through me first. You got to come, you want to you wanna get over there? You got to come through me or another one over my dead body. But if we remember John 14 and 6, Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. We have to remember that. So if you want it, repent of your sins. Profess, accept, and acknowledge that. Acknowledge Jesus Christ and say, He is my Lord and Savior. He is the life source of everything that I am. He is the one that brought me from creation, right? And then receive and accept and say, you know what? I'm ready to come on home. Let's look back here. Genesis 1 real quick. Then God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth. And it was so. Let's jump over here to 26, Genesis 1. 26 when it came to us he didn't say well i think i'm gonna make this in the likeness of a tree well i think i want to make them in the likeness of a bird or maybe a dinosaur he said then god said let us make man in our image according to our likeness let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over the cattle over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on this earth unlimited source he made us in his image the unlimited source dominion over the fish and the sea look how we respect that look at what we've done over the birds of the air we shoot them down like they don't even matter 
over the cattle. Now they even producing cattle from what I hear. They can just stay the calf in a tube in a lab. Wow, wow, wow. My, my, my. Look how we treat what the source has given us, right? So I say, that's my message for y'all tonight. Remember the source. Reconnect to the source. If you feel like, I don't know how I'm going to come back from this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through. Remember that prodigal son. When that father looked down the road and saw him from way off. And he ran to meet him. It's that same way. When you say, Lord, Father God, I'm ready to come home. I know that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. The arms open and he looks down that road way down and says, come on home. I've been waiting on you. Michael, get the fatty calf. Gabriel, quit blowing that horn. Fire up the fatty calf. Let's be merry in here. All right. That's my message for you guys tonight. I hope you've heard something that imparted a little something different on your spirit. Maybe uplifted your spirit. For that person that I said, pick up that phone. Call your child and say, come on home. Anything and everything that I said, that's gone. That's gone. Come on home. Call that friend that you cussed out over that $5. Call them everything but a child of God. Long lifetime friend that you can't even remember what you're mad at. Because no matter what we do, our father still says, come on back. So that same way, people that you've ostracized, people that you looked over your glasses at and looked down at, step up, step up, replug into the source. Make this world truly a better place. All right, until next time, walk good, do good, be good. I love y'all. I really, really do. Tornado, I'm out of here. Plug into the source. Don't disconnect. All right. You all know the Torah. 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 Torah.